Hey there, it's Susan Bradley, and you are on the roadmap to 50K. You know I'm starting a new store, and I'm doing it all on Shopify, and of course I'm sharing everything I do all along the way, but today I am talking to someone else who is on their own journey to 50K, and what is so cool about it is she's really flipping things upside down. The way she is selling her product is so incredibly interesting. I love it because it's something lots of you could do. So buckle up. You're going to love this episode. Let's just get to it. Welcome to the Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores, where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. So we are here with our Inner Circle member, Brooke, who has the most amazing story that I want you all to hear. She owns a very cute little business called Sockable, and Brooke has gotten up at the crack of dawn this morning to uh, talk to me, to share her story in the podcast, because she lives in Western Australia. So, Brooke, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you. So excited to have you here. So what I would love you to start with, uh, before we tell the whole story, let's just, uh, can you share with us your great story about how Sockable was born, when it was born, and why on earth you decided to start a sock business? Because you know I'm kind of interested in that. (laughs) I do. So uh, my business partner Jodi and I uh, have always been involved in sport for a long time and our children play a lot of sport and we've done a lot of fundraising over the past years. Um, We had a really big trip coming up in November 2019. We took 16 teenagers on a tour of the US for three weeks Um, and we played all across the country, which was amazing, but obviously that cost a lot of money. It was $100,000 Australian dollars for us to get that tour off the ground. Um, So we were fundraising a lot in the 12 months um, up to that and we had done chocolates and Enyo tea towels and bunning sausage sizzles and all of these things um, that were making small impacts on what we're doing. But we decided to give fundraising with socks a go. So Jody and I bought 3,000 pairs of socks in, which we got in in October 2019, um, and sent. we had 16 players. So well, three of them were from my family, two of them were from Jody's. <laughs> But we sent those socks out. We packaged them up in a sock pack, so 15 pairs in a pack. Each player had to take at least one pack. Um, and they went out to the families. And really quickly, we were getting more and more requests for more socks. Do you have these? Do you have that? Um, and we sold all of those in just under three weeks. Oh, wow. So All 3,000 pair. 3,000 pair, 3, pair in three weeks. Yeah, that. yeah. That's an um, and so one of the best places was uh, one of the mums works at a local hospital and my husband works at a local council. So the hospital workers always scrubs, so they want to wear something really exciting oh, on their feet. Yeah. Um, and uh, another place was the vet hospital, so the vet nurses have to wear a plain scrub as well. So they absolutely love the socks. But we sold all of those, then we went on tour to the US, came back um, a little bit exhausted just before yeah. Christmas. 
And then we said to each other, we have to, we have to back this because we know how hard the fundraising is. Um, And we know all the, all the troubles of melting chocolates, cutting onions, all those terrible things. So um, we said we've got to back it. So we uh, did some testing with the socks to make sure we got the quality that we wanted because they needed to be a really good quality sock that lasted did some testing with the designs and then uh, got a heap of socks in just before March 2020 and then COVID hit over here and we all locked down and because I'm an accountant by day, um, my days all day were taken up with assisting clients with the government stimulus packages that we had for them and uh, I guess troubleshooting and helping with cash flow and the issues that they were having. So Sockable got put on the back burner for a little bit. Um, once things sort of eased off a little bit here, Jody and I had a conversation and said, do we, do we still want to back this? Do we want to do it? And we said, if we want to do it, we both need to be two feet in and it's now. So let, let's was, pass this for a minute. So you, did you have socks arrive just before COVID hit? Yeah, in March. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how many pair did you order? Uh, so we had 2,000 okay. at that time of all different varieties and they were in the sock pack, so a pack of 15 that people could purchase and then go and sell. Yeah. But because we couldn't gather in groups, even the sports yeah. teams weren't playing and so yeah. no one could buy a sock pack and take it somewhere to sell because we weren't seeing other people. Yeah. So we said it, this was June, by June, June and it's 2019, we said we've got to yeah, we've got yeah. to come up with something better. Mm-hmm. And that's when we came up with the uh, Do It For Me service. Mm-hmm. So we got that up and running and we had a little bit of success in terms of uh, we had a Beagle Rescue that uh, was sending people to the site to buy socks from us, which worked. And we sold the first day we sold 14. We had 14 orders. Which for, for like having, one sock or for a whole pack? Um, not packs, but different quantities. So some people purchase one, some purchase four or five. Uh, and that was really exciting. But then after the first week, that dropped off. So we did realise that we have to talk to these fundraisers and tell them how to promote it as well. Yeah. So send, uh, you actually said to me, tell them to, you know, if they've got an email list, send them an email, um, share it on your Facebook page, get them to share it on their personal Facebook pages. So that worked That worked really well but still not as successful as we would like it to be. So then we're probably looking at probably getting to about August 2020. Which isn't um, long ago. That's only a few yeah, months ago. Not long ago. And we're still just doing little orders. So well, we'd sell an odd sock, like just one sock pack or one pair of socks. And it was really frustrating for me because with an accountant's brain, I just think people need, just buy it. It's good. <laughs> and you'll make money. Just buy the socks. I don't understand. <laughs> um, so then we started with Traffic Bootcamp. We put our first ad up, which was for website visitors, and we sold $500 worth of sock packs. No way. Yeah, and three pairs of socks in the wow. first hour. So guys, you all have to go look at uh, look at Brooke's site. It is really well done, and it, now it's not fancy; it's super plain. But what I uh, what I'm going to say to you is, there is no guessing. When you hit that website, 
you know exactly what they're selling, you know exactly whether it's for you or it's not for you. And I have to say, Brooke, you've done such a great job of laying out it out really clearly. So you have um, you have three different ways people can fundraise with your socks. So one is uh, do it for me, which means that you actually look after the the sales of the socks. Is that right? We do. So the fundraiser encourages their contacts to go to our website, purchase the socks online. So we process the payment, we pack them and we ship them out to them directly. To the end user directly. To the end user, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so that one is like the people who uh, select that way. And I know you do it for individuals and for groups, but that one is... Um, that's where they make the least amount of the profit. That's what I saw yes. on your site. But yeah. they have the least, they have kind of no skin in the game other than promoting the product. Is that correct? Yeah, okay. that's right. Yeah. So, and, and it's really clear on the website. And then the next, uh, what are the other two ways people can fundraise with you? Um, so we have um, fundraising sock packs. So people can purchase a pack of 15 pairs of socks. Um, and we've set out what those packs are. So you can see the socks that you want in each pack. You purchase a pack of 15 socks and then you take them out and you sell them to people for $5 a pair. And the fundraisers earn $20 per pack that they sell. Right. So they actually pay you up front. They do. You don't have yeah. any fiddling around. They pay you up front. They actually order super clear how to order those packs on your site. You ship up yep. a big box of packs to one address. Yep. You have your money and your your part is done. Done, correct. Love yeah. that. And then, <laughs> uh, and then tell me about the do it for schools. So do it for schools. Or yeah, or groups. Yeah, which became schools and groups because someone else wanted to do it as well. Ah. Um, I had an inquiry uh, from a sock pack ad that we were running. We got an inquiry from... Um, we call it a Parents and Citizens Association at the schools. So I'm not sure what. Um, like a PTA here? Yeah, PNC. Um, and we were on the phone and she said, look, we can't do the sock packs because I'm worried that the children will take the stock home. They won't sell it all. We'll lose money. We can't do the on. Well, the online ordering isn't the best for us in the Do It For Me service because it works better when the children have to take a form home and return it to somebody with something on it to prove that they've done something. And she said, oh, you, you don't do an order form service, do you? And we, we didn't. And I thought, <laughs> I thought we, should, we, have, we have to. So I said, oh, yeah, absolutely, of course we do. It works really, really well. <laughs> Very successful way of fundraising. And she said, great, we're going to do it. We'll absolutely do it. I'll get it organised. So I hung up and I rang my business partner, Jody, and said, um, hey, we now do an ordering system for schools. <laughs> so but, we have order form organized. <laughs> but uh, like it, it turned out to be the best thing ever. When I saw your, you know, I asked you a while back if you would uh, share uh, share your story on the podcast. And you were like, well, I don't have that much to say. And then <laughs> a few weeks later, you came back with this amazing success story. So can you just walk everybody through what has happened? So you did traffic boot camp. So you started getting the right people to your website. So it's not yeah, like you are running around knocking on doors. No. no. 
And so you, you're getting the right people to your site. And then can you tell everybody what has happened with your business in the last two months? Sure. Um, yeah, so our October school holidays were, um, I guess, mid to end of October. And that's when we were getting these inquiries. Well, that's when I spoke to the lady from the PNC and that's when we sort of got onto this idea. Um, I spent two days trying to get an order form made and it was awful. So I ended up going to Fiverr and getting someone to make something really beautiful because if we're going to put it out there to so many people, I just felt that it needed to be something really professional. Um, the order form is gorgeous. When I saw it. Place, yeah. When we ran, we ran the uh, Facebook ads with the order form on it, um, our cost per unique click was eight Australian cents and oh. we were flooded with inquiries. We just could not keep up. So the order form itself, as well as taking our orders, turned out to be this amazing marketing tool. I just wrote sample on it so that people couldn't take it and just send in orders. Ah. Um, so, yeah, the form that did so much more than just being an order form. It was amazing. But we got the form back. It took a little while. We got the form back on, I think, the 28th of October. So our school term was then starting the next week. And we had a really limited amount of time to try and get other schools on board. So we did a big advertising campaign. Um, Mary Grove is the first one that got on board. They sent their forms out and they gave them, they gave the kids about two and a half weeks to get the order forms back. So I got a message, they were one week in and they'd sold 158, they had 158 socks sold so far on the order form. And they were really happy with that. And they said, hopefully we'll get a few more. A week later, I got an update. They're at about 400 pairs. So they have 470 children at the school. So I was a little bit disappointed with the 400 because I'm thinking, I was thinking maybe 600-ish would be quite reasonable for a school of that size. Um, We did take a display board up to the school that had one pair of each sock on it, hung on with pegs on a little line so the kids could have a look at what they're actually buying. Um, And then last week on Tuesday, we got an update to say that they were at 600 pairs and they thought they had most of their orders in. Yesterday, we were supposed to pick up the orders and um, the PNC president rang and said we are at 787 pairs of socks and yeah she we actually introduced a system that you suggested to me about um giving them a reason to have a bit more buy-in to increase the numbers so we put in a bonus they get one dollar per pair of socks sold with a fifty dollar bonus for every hundred pairs so they were at 787 and she rang and said, I need to sell 30 more pairs of socks. So I can't <laughs> give you the order yet because I've got to get 30 more pairs. That's amazing. Um, yeah, so in the end, we got the order yesterday, 798 pairs oh. of socks. So this is all in three weeks, really. Um, yeah. And so the turnover from that was $3,390 for us, which um, they banked directly into our account yesterday. So there's no counting money for us. um, And you don't have to chase it because you haven't shipped the socks yet. And you really didn't like beyond scrambling to get an order form and then creating that little board, that sample board, you really didn't have to do the selling. 
No, I yeah. not at all. <laughs> it's like um, it's like you found a way to find the people with the perfect audience for your product. Yes, and even though your product is a sock, what your product really is is a solution to that. Absolutely, fundraising. It's so genius. Can I just tell you? So genius. <laughs> Here's what I think you should do, though. I think that you need to get those sample boards made up, and I think you need yes. to sell them to them. I think they should pay like $25 or $30 for the sample board. Yeah, so we <laughs> had been talking about that. So at the moment, we feel like, you know, please, please come please and fundraise with us. Please, because <laughs> we've got a really good product for you and you'll love it. Um, and we have talked about uh, the fact that we think they should have to buy a pack up front and we do tell people that it helps their fundraising if you can see the sock itself because mm. people just love them yeah but you have a bunch more you're working on we do we've yeah. got five more coming so we said the last date final date for orders is 6th of november we are not taking any more orders after the 6th then we had someone say can we put our order in on the 10th sure we can put it in on the 10th then we get another one. Can we put our order in on the 13th? Sure, no problems. <laughs> um, but we did have to cut it off because yeah. we did back a whole heap of stock that we've got here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty obvious now it's not going to be enough and we had to give ourselves enough time to make sure that we can fulfil those orders. Yeah. So we have five more coming in before. Uh, so four more will be in by the 14th. Four more orders? Next weekend. Yeah. Um, and then one more by the 20th. Six or seven or 800 pair each, these orders, right? Yeah, well, Living Waters is the school that is coming in next. So they've got a 1,000 students. So <laughs> that could be your whole 3,000 pair right there. Yeah, that could be a really big order. Uh, we've also got there's another group that's really driven, which is the Girl Guides. Oh. Now, they have an order form and they are very competitive, so the girls are all competing against each other to see who can sell the most. So I guess at this stage we're not quite sure about how many pairs we're going to need and we thought there would be, I like the socks that we select, I think they're all great, but we thought there would be a front runner in each size Yes. and there's really not. So oh, we wow. sold quite similar pairs, quite similar numbers in each size. So... We're well, going to have to. kind of amazing. You're really yeah, lucky. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. There's, there's only one sock that probably, a little North Pole sock that I thought was amazing and we didn't sell a whole heap of those, but we still sold them. Um, so I probably need a better option for that for next year. But we're on track. So our previous sales history, so June we did $18 in revenue, <laughs> July nothing, August I think we did 300 September was, I think, $30. So we've spent a lot of time in the background getting the systems right and getting the right people. We have a really specific audience, which is um, we market to women aged 35 to 54 that are married, that are interested in fundraising. That's it. Giant success. Yeah, so we we did a couple of tests and opened it out to other age groups and other demographics. And we got um, just some really silly inquiries and they just weren't valuable. We are wasting our time. So we just narrowed it back down and that's it. We just focus on on those people and that's all. Yeah. So, yeah, and now we're on track. Uh, October, 
I was annoyed because we got a $600 order on the 30th of October and I said to Jodie, couldn't I have just waited till November because November's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's still going to be amazing. I know, yeah. Ah. So we, we think if we uh, turned over 3,300 yesterday and we've still got five to go, just depending on the size, that this is easily going to be a $10,000 month, which is a, like a huge reality check for yep. us congratulations thanks <laughs> yeah. congratulations and so are you taking any orders in december or are you uh just kind of strategizing and getting ready to get yourself booked up for the spring what are you gonna do so december for us um once these orders are closed off from the do it for schools and do it for groups um we're going to focus on sock packs with the remaining stock but realistically, probably by the first week in December, everyone is going to be focusing on family and getting ready for the holidays. So wow. I don't think a lot will happen then. We'll probably sell a few more pairs under the Do It For Me service because we do have two groups that still want to fundraise right through to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, December, for us, we really need to get a few things nailed down, which is um, when people inquire about the services that we do with all individually reply to them and um, send them bits of information. We need to streamline that so we have a pack that we just send out straight away. Oh, smart. Um, yeah, yeah we, we did automate the book. We got some inquiries with the do it for groups and do it for schools forms. We automated that on the website. So they had to put their contact details in. They could download a sample of the form. They had to fill in a booking form and send it back to us. And that's when we sent out the final order form. But we need to automate that more. We're starting a planner at the moment. The school PNCs, when they go back, they generally meet in about week three. So we need to be in front of all those people in week three of next okay. year. Is that in January then? Yeah, in ja- uh, January. Be for us, that'll be February. February? Early February. So you yeah. have a couple of weeks downtime at Christmas. We do, and we're yeah. just going to tidy everything up. We have so yeah. much to do process-wise. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we've got planning for the next year. We want schools to be signing up on the Do It For yeah. School service in February for October, November. So yeah. we really do. We really do want to sign them up early in their planning. Yeah. Something that we did find was that we were contacting schools. We we're sending out emails to the schools, and we weren't getting any responses at all. And I actually went to a friend of mine who um, is a school principal in a country town and she said, the schools don't fundraise. It's the PNCs that do the fundraising. Oh, so you were talking to the wrong people. The wrong people with the right product and getting really frustrated that we weren't getting any feedback when we know that we can help people. Yeah. So as soon as we got that information and switched to the PNCs, that's when it took off. Makes so, sense, yeah. Yeah, there, are, there is a PNC association in Australia for all of Australia and there is one for each state. And they hold an event once a year, which is a showcase of ideas uh-huh. for the PNCs to help fundraise for the schools. Yeah. So we've been in touch with them and we need to be at those showcases wow. next year with our socks. Is, so, if there is, is an in-person do, one. Is, will yeah. there be an in-person one? Who knows, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and the things that yesterday when we picked up the orders from um, Mary Grove, the PNC president said all the things that we know, but we just loved hearing. 
it was so easy. Everybody loved the socks. Um, uh, it was good not for them not having to have stock, so they don't have yeah. to hold, you know, items there yeah. for people to sell. And count and, it and wonder where it is and bug people yeah. to return it. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. And they have a little box on the wall in the office that you have to put your forms in. Mm-hmm. And she said that box has never been full and it was overflowing. And she said one of the little year three boys was trying to shove his form in. <laughs> and she said, don't worry, I'll take it. And he's like, no, I have to put it in the box. Yeah. So it was really, um, really successful for them. And they raised over $1,000 in three it's weeks. Lots. A lot by yeah. collecting forms. Yeah. So um, Danielle's going to write a nice review for us as well, which we will... Um, Great. Put on your site. Yeah. 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 Well, when you think about some, and you, I mean, you know already just from your experience trying to raise all that money for your basketball team, some of the, some of the crap you have to sell, it's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> and so socks, everybody can use socks. They're cute. They're fun. You can give them away next year. They'll need them again. They don't like, I don't know about in Australia, but I can remember my kids selling cookie dough that weighed a bajillion pounds and took up lots of space in the freezer and just thinking, oh, can I just donate? Do I really have to sell one more thing? So it's (laughs) great that you have set it up for them to be so easy and to be a product that is so easy for people to consume. Definitely. And it's horrible when you're a fundraiser, there's nothing worse than taking something to someone. We, we sold tea towels one year and you go to someone and say, hi, could, could you please, please buy a tea towel? They're $15, but they're great quality and we'll have them to you in about six to eight weeks. And even as a fundraiser, it's nice to have something that people love. Mm-hmm. So you take it to them and go, would you like to buy a pair of socks? And people go, I'll have four, I'll have yeah, if you find a grandma, you normally get 10 at once. She buys them for all the grandkids. Wow. And at Christmas time, everyone's looking for something little for a gift for someone that calls in unexpectedly yeah. or for a Christmas stocking. Yeah. So sure. it's, yeah, I think that Christmas will always be our best for that pre-Christmas period will always be a bumper couple yeah. of months for us. But I still think that we can definitely turn over the same um, the same sales throughout the year just those months will always be huge I think yeah and you can plan your sales you'll be able to decide what you want to happen just by planning it now you said something else uh that I thought was really clever before we started recording and it was because I I really do think your website is super clear and you know so many people myself included worry about how their website looks and yes we want it to look good But it's more important that people can actually consume what's on there and understand what you sell. And and what you said, you said it a couple of times about you and Jody both being problem solvers, which I think is amazing. I mean, when I think about adding people onto my team and hiring people, I always look for a problem solver. (laughs) Like I don't want somebody who's just going to lay the problem at my feet and wait for me to give them an answer. So I love that. But you talked about your FAQ and and about how you really listen to the questions people ask. Can you just expand on that a little bit? Because what you said was brilliant. Yeah, sure. So every time we got a question from somebody, we would talk to each other and say, well, why have they asked it? 
So what information are we not missing? What haven't we told them? Yeah. Because we want to be really direct and we don't want people to have to question what we're doing because it will stop them shopping on our site. So, uh, and one of the things was, it was really simple. On the school, do it for schools page, they said, how much do the socks sell for? And I'm like, they sell for $5. Of course they sell for $5. We know they sell for $5. They're $5. And it was on the order form and it was on the home page. But our traffic bootcamp ads were sending people to the Do It For Schools page and it didn't list it very clearly in the text separately that they sell for $5. So the answer to that one was, we know it's $5, the form says $5, but it's not clear in that text. So we went and updated the copy for that one. But every time we got a question, we just looked at it and said, okay, so why are they asking it? If the information's obviously already there, then it can't be clear to them. So we have to reword it. Um, so we did that with every single inquiry. Some we went, oh, they just haven't read anything. Yeah. <laughs> but generally the people that asked the question were asking because they didn't understand something and we weren't clear. And even with the do it for school service, the people that were already uh, fundraising with the service would ask a question and say, oh, how does this work? And then we thought, okay, so we haven't explained that part to them either. So I think from all the questions that we got, that really helped us streamline the information and clear up all three services. So it's very clear that you either fit this one, that one, or that one. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's... You just read through it and you know what's for you, where you want to go. Um, And I don't think a lot of people do that. I think they get questions and they answer them, but they don't think, well, why? Like what I thought you said that was so smart that I want everybody who's listening to onboard is you took it a further step and you said, okay, why are they asking that question? Like, duh, it's so simple. But these are the things that we miss, right? So I love that you did that. That was super smart. Now, I did notice, though, that you don't have a chat on your website or like a place where people can uh, talk to you. Is there a reason? Yeah, we've got a little we've got a little chat box that pops up. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, it says chat online on the bottom right. Uh, Okay. it may have been it might have been off while we were asleep. (laughs) <laughs> all right because we you and i live at opposite ends of the world so you do have a chat do you get much action on the chat yeah we do um i think a lot of it is just um oh that's another good point too uh, people talk on the chat and i quite like talking to people on the chat and reply to them and you know we'd love to help you fundraise because we do we love helping people yeah. do well um The other thing is the other day I had someone that was on the fundraising sock page for ages and they kept jumping between all of the sock packs and then they put one in their car and then I I thought, I just want to say hi and see if they need any help. (laughs) And so I rang Jodie and said, do you think that's a little bit stalkerish? And she said, you stalk away if that makes you happy. So I just jumped on the chat and said, hi, it's Brooke from Stockable. If there's anything you need, let me know. We're here to help. And they shut down the website straight away. (laughs) (laughs) So that's probably not the best approach. I should let people just uh, browse and do what they're doing on their own. Don't call me. I'll call you. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny though. Oh, so you chased it right away. <laughs> She'll be It's back. just one of those things that we've, so we've volunteered so long. So for, well, Jodie would have been longer than me. Like we're looking at 10 years of volunteering in sport. Um, we coach, we fundraise, we do all these things and we do such a good job. 
but it it gets tiring. And the last couple of years we've been saying to each other, we're doing all these amazing things for people for free, mm-hmm. which is great, but we should actually be getting rewarded for the skills that we have and the things that we do because other people keep coming to us and saying, how do you do this? How have you done that? Why was that so successful? Um, so now we've actually got a business model where we're helping other people and we feel great yes. about it because we know that they need to fundraise and we've got a great product and we're just helping other people that need that help. So I guess now we're getting rewarded for our effort like financially, but we also still feel fantastic because we're helping just in a different way. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it shows, I think it shows uh, your web, all of it. It just shows that you, you have been your, your client. And so you understand all the challenges that they have and, uh, and, and why it's so important for them. I can imagine raising a hundred thousand dollars. That would, I don't know which would be more challenging, raising $100,000 or traveling the U.S. with 16 teenagers. I'm not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that for us, uh, in terms of our brain space, that year was exhausting. We hadn't yeah. been there before. We didn't have any contacts. Jody actually played college basketball in the U.S., which was you know, a long time ago. And things have changed a lot since then. So even things like domestic travel, we had no idea that on Southwest Airlines you stand in a line and you just sit where you want. Oh yeah, the kids are like, well, yeah. what do you mean you just sit where you want? But yeah, that's them. That's them. You have to, but you do have to, you know, twenty four hours early to get your zone so you can get. To yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So just things that we totally didn't understand. So last year for us, a lot of our brain space was taken up organizing that, and yeah. it was a really big responsibility taking other people's children across yeah. the other side of the country to do something we hadn't done before. So once that trip was done, it was amazing and very lucky because with the travel restrictions at the moment, children won't be able to do that again for a long time from here. Um, But once that was over, it really did free up our brain space to get back on task with soccer ball. And we were so exhausted problem solving with the US trip that we just had a little bit of brain fatigue. And now we've definitely uh, got a run with soccer ball and we're both totally tuned in and really excited and the ideas just don't stop at the moment, which is good. So I'm trying to think of what you said about picking a few things and doing them really well for November because I tend to want to do all of everything at once. So we're really trying to focus on providing really good service for these do-it-for-schools and do-it-for-groups wow. orders that we get. Um, I know that Mary Grove yesterday was really worried that we wouldn't have enough socks and schools are used to waiting a long time for things like this. So if they order books, they can wait three to six weeks or, you know, cookie dough. We're in WA. It takes a long time to get those things here. So we're already packed. I packed yesterday for five hours. We told them that we're packed and the orders are ready for Monday. They can't believe it. That the survey is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we want to do this really well for this month and then yeah. we really need to um, tidy up our processes. We've got a few little bits and pieces that obviously our website at the moment is really simple. So we need to start capturing email addresses for all of those people that are going to our website. Um, we're wanting to work on a fundraising planner to uh, as our free giveaway. As your download. Uh, yeah we just haven't had time (laughs) just haven't had time at the moment but um we will work on that in in december one step at a time so uh, 
But while we wrap this up, the one thing I wanted to ask you is if you woke up a year from today, we were having this conversation, maybe we will, next November, <laughs> what will have happened in your business? In the perfect world. I think that um, Jodie and I have always wanted to work solely in our own business. So I'm an accountant. Jodie works in sales. She has actually just cut her hours from full-time down to 20 hours a week. Nice. Um, I'm attempting to cut mine, which is a little bit tough with accounting given that everything's deadline. So sometimes I have to do a bit more. Um, I'm working on that. So we both believe that next November, when we get to talk to you again, um, <laughs> that that we will, we think next November will be a $100,000 sales month. It has to be if we've, I've got one, we got one school that did all that. There are thousands of schools in Australia yes. that we can help. Yes. So yes, but so yeah, you want to say to me, "Hey, I'm back. We did a hundred grand this month, and oh, yeah. we're working full time at this." Yes, absolutely, okay. hands down. But then it's it's going to be more than that. This is I just feel like this model we can do so much with, and we can help so many people. And we're definitely both. Uh, we've had stages where we've been sort of toe in the water. Oh, I don't know it, and um, the reason that we got the sock. Uh, fundraising order form off the ground was we actually did have, have to bite the bullet and put in a heap of, not a heap of money, but we did need to put in um, about $6,000 to back the stock. Yeah. And that's a little bit frightening when you haven't done it before. But yeah. if we didn't back ourselves and get that stock here, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing now. Yeah. So um, we're two feet in, 100% convinced that um, we can get this off the ground to a really, really big scale. And um yeah, uh, we're really starting to set some income goals for both of us as well because this needs to be really profitable for yeah. both of us. Well, you're the accountant, so you could literally sit yeah. down and figure out exactly what has to happen for you both to quit your jobs, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm so impressed by you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I'm so excited to be part of this group because we really needed, um, like a lot of it for me is feedback yeah. and watching what other people are doing and just being with some similar minds. Mm -hmm. So I find it really hard to talk about the business with other people that um, <laughs> are our friends that are employees that some people don't really like it, that we're doing really well. And some people crazy. Think it's a job. <laughs> just, Why would you do that? Yeah, just be a good yeah. employee. Yeah. So um, it's really nice. And we've found your training as well really specific. So we have done some um, Facebook marketing in the past which is a little bit more broad that helped us get our audience and really define who we're talking to I like the step-by-step -step process and you need to do this and one of the training sessions I brought up it said okay if you haven't done that you need to go back and do it now and I went oh I just want to skip this one <laughs> but you know so I've been there that's why I do this because I still yeah. I still Brooke remember when I was trying to figure out what was going to work to get we squeak the kind of sales we wanted. And I just can remember thinking, I wish someone would just tell me what to do. Somebody yeah. would just tell me what to do. I know I can figure it out, but it's the it's the 25 different options and I don't know which is the, the best one. And I actually don't know how to tell if it's even working or what I should expect or all those things. And so, you know, everybody figures it out after a while. But when you're just starting out, I feel like you need to just have 
you just need a list. You need to work a list. Yes. <laughs> so that's yeah. Fine. And I have been a little bit scared of spending money on the yeah. Facebook ads. Um, I guess the accounting mentality. I'm very yeah. tight with those things, and I want to yeah. really keep on top of expenditure. So I find them a little bit scary and I do worry about waste. Like I don't, we didn't have a lot of money in the business at the time. Yeah. I didn't want to be throwing it away. I wanted to make sure I was doing it right. Um, so it did take a little bit of confidence as well to just have those metrics. And because I have a financial brain, I'm like, okay, it costs us this much per click. It, we got this order so I can measure it more yeah. with the metrics that we're using at the moment. Um, and we've also been attaching. So each time we run an ad and we get an inquiry that then leads to a later sale or a do it for school service, we write down which ad that came from. So that helps me when I go, okay, we spent $50 on that ad and we didn't get any sales, but then we got one of the schools from it that sold 800 pairs. Yeah. Totally worth $50 to sell 800. Yeah. Yeah. So that helps. I'm just trying to keep that all locked down and um, measure where the results are coming from but the ads are definitely doing the job and I mean we spent over the last two months we spent 500 Australian dollars on nothing. ads which is really nothing yeah. um you could never have that. like that would barely be an ad in the newspaper back in the day right oh yeah yeah, yeah. so, so yeah ad. that's and, and everything has come everything's come from that besides one inquiry which came from a friend yeah. and you know what I think is going to happen is those moms that are is it called the PNC they're going to yeah. start talking. And before you yeah. know it, you'll get cold calls too. Well, listen, I just want to thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And would you uh, would you share, I know people are going, going to want to uh, talk to you. So where can people find you? What's the best way? Um, on They can chat to us through Sockable if yeah. you want to do that. So um, Sockable.com.au? Yeah, and on Facebook, uh, we're Sockable, but our handle is at Sockable Fundraising. So, yeah, Perfect. happy to chat. Or they can tag you in the inner circle. Yeah, they can do that too. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Listen, thank you so much for giving up your Saturday morning to share that story. That was amazing. And you no if you need anything, you know where I am. I can't wait to hear what's next. I think it's going to be pretty good, Brooke. I think you've got a awesome. really good thing. So Thanks smart. So Good for you guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. We will see you back in the, in the group. Thank you. We will. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at the Roadmap to 50K and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle. You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way. And you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results. And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the socialsalesgirls.com forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list. We will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside. And we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members. So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I will see you next week.